Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. It's time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a senior portfolio manager at Canaccord Genuity and joins us now. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. The sun is shining. Can't complain about that, right? No, we can't complain about the sunshine here in Vancouver. That's for sure. <laughs> Not at this time of year. <laughs> What's going on with the markets? Well, markets are just slightly lower this morning, coming off uh, kind of a volatile trading day yesterday. We had uh, obviously the U.S. inflation data uh, that came out at 6.4%. So it was slightly higher than expected, but still down from the previous month, which is important. And that's the seventh consecutive month of declines. Um, you know, some investors worry that this could open the door for future rate hikes, but we kind of already know that they're going to uh, increase um, at least one or two more times, maybe by a total of uh, um, uh, 50 basis points in the U.S. Of course, here in Canada, uh, they've put it on pause for the time being. But again, and you know, we saw retail sales in the U.S. They increased 3% in January. Uh, economists were expecting only a 1.8% increase. So again, this comes as, as a surprise. This is the most in nearly two years and really underscores um, you know, strong consumer demand. Uh, this could keep prices elevated for longer and could keep rates higher for longer. And why it's important to be looking at all this U.S. data when we're up here in Canada is because that is what uh, investors focus on. That's what the stock market focuses on. Uh, so therefore, we must focus on uh, U.S. economic data at this point very closely. Okay. And what about in Canada, like with the housing market? Yeah, housing starts declined 13% over a month earlier uh, to 215,000 in January. So this was below market expectation, uh, expectations. And residential prices in BC have seen a dip uh, for the average residential house now down to 875,000 in 2023. So that's uh, down about 16% compared to the peak in January 2022. So often when you're seeing data that doesn't look that bad for the real estate market, it's usually talking about year over year. Uh, however, that's all caught up now. And now you can really see from the peak how much uh, the real estate market has, has taken it on the chin, so to speak. Um, they're saying that in Greater Vancouver, which is generally a bit steadier, uh, is down maybe 8.5% from January 2022. But it really depends, I think, where you are in the market um, in terms of uh, you know a condo, a townhouse, a detached home, and also where it's located. Uh, that would depend on, you know, uh, that, that would show us how much um, really the real estate prices have dropped thus far. Okay. And that, of course, goes along with talking about Canadians and their finances right now. I feel like there's a lot of polls out showing that a lot of Canadians are really worried about higher interest rates. Yeah, I think they're worried and, and I think many need to be. Uh, nearly 60% of Canadians expect to be negatively impacted uh, if the Bank of Canada keeps its benchmark interest rate above 4.5% this year. 
which is a little scary. Uh, the numbers point to an increasing slowdown in consumption, but again, we're not seeing that at, at this point. And you've got borrowing costs are higher, but then you, of course, have you know the cost of food and everyday goods uh, as well, uh, much higher. And nearly 85% of respondents said that they were worried about the elevated costs of everyday goods like food and gas, uh, more than borrowing costs. And the Bank of Canada indicated last month that it plans to hold borrowing costs high and assess the delayed impact of the increases going forward. So what does that really tell us? Well, that tells us that, um, you know, you're going to have to pay these higher payments from now to at least the end of the year, if not into 2024. So those are things that uh, we're watching. And you know what's scary out there is uh, regarding millennials, we saw a new study that the average um, insolvent millennial is just 33 years old. Uh, and that group, on average, has unsecured debt of 47000 in 2022. And again, this could be, you know, your child, your grandchild. They're coming, you know, out of school with a lot of student debt. And, uh, and with these higher costs of borrowing, um, you know, that is a problem. And, and many of them are keeping way too high credit card limits as well. And, and, and that's where they're kind of spending month to month because, you know, a lot of their disposable income is going to pay off uh, some of the loans that they have. Yeah, and that's scary. And of course, you know, you talk about maybe they invested in real estate or got on that property ladder and that's also cost them a huge amount of money now. Well, exactly. And you and I talked about that quite a bit last year, you know, always buy what you can afford. And that also goes to include any real estate purchases. And I know a lot of, you know, a lot of clients of ours uh, were wanting to help out uh, their adult children with uh, buying real estate, uh, you know, in 2021 or early 2022. And I was saying, you know, it's okay to hold off a little bit, right? Because one thing is just giving the, the down payment, which is great. Uh, but remember, they have to continue paying those payments. Uh, so it might be a good idea to check in on them. Uh, if you left the payment, the monthly payments up to them, the mortgage, uh, and see how they're, how they're faring in this high interest rate environment right now. Uh, let's also talk about the issue of do-it-yourself investing, because I feel like a lot, there's so many commercials about this these days too. Well, there are. You know, I think when the market is good, there's lots of do-it-yourself investors. However, when things get tough or there's a bear market, uh, many people wish they had uh, had an advisor or a team of advisors uh, behind them during those difficult times. And 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 you you're seeing that now. Like we get a lot of calls from people who have been you know doing it online for for years. And you know at at this point, there's so much going on in the world to keep track of it all. You you need a team to do that. Um, you know, instead of yourself sitting in front of your computer, hoping that you've chosen the right stocks for 2023, um, you know, again, going into this year, there's that question, recession or no recession. Well, that makes a huge difference to me of what you're going to actually be investing in uh, going forward. And so what you had, you know, in your portfolio last year may not be what you want going forward. And, and some of those do-it-yourself investors, are, they're, missing, um, they're missing out on services, right, in terms of financial planning, retirement planning. Um, you know, should you be buying or selling real estate right now? These mortgages, loans, should you be paying off debt? These are all the things that we answer for, for clients, where if you're 
online, um, you know, you're not really getting that kind of advice. And I think that is uh, really important to people. It can save people a lot of money, way more in in any fees you're going to pay for proper portfolio management. And then, of course, uh, you may have, you know, that lack of expertise and knowledge. And and really, a lot of people can get kind of emotional, Sydney. You know, if, if you're trading your portfolio every day, all day, you know, um, you, you might get a little bit emotional with what's going on in the markets. And plus, you're, you know, you're working. Many people are, are are focusing on their own career and family. So how much time do you really have to focus on a, on a portfolio? So that's another, um, another thing that we see. And, and one of the last ones, legacy planning, right? Someone that understands that wealth transfer between you and your adult children, you know, how you want it to happen, what you want to happen. I mean, we have copies of people's wills on file. Um, you know, we talk to them about power of attorneys. It's really important because again, saving tax, planning for the future, uh, that could save you way more than any fee you're going to pay towards a financial advisor if that's the reason that you're doing it online. Some people really have a hobby. They, they love uh, the markets. And, and so I always say, well, then keep a side account on investor line or whatever you want to do. But the majority of your assets should be managed by a professional because you never ha- want to have one of those super negative years that affects your portfolio for your retirement or affects your beneficiaries for the rest of their lives. I was thinking about when you were talking about it's emotional, right? How emotional people can get. I get emotional when my quarterly statement shows up and I haven't even opened it yet because I know it's probably going to be bad news these days. <laughs> well, actually the last quarter would be good. Um, but I would say that's exactly right. You know, um, a lot of people cannot manage their own portfolios because of that emotion and that attachment where again, as a portfolio manager, we're always thinking of our clients and how they're feeling, but we have to make decisions and sometimes in very difficult situations so that we know um, you know, that the portfolios are being actively managed and, and we're doing what we can to get them through that situation where a lot of do-it-yourself investors might just, you know, put their head under the uh, under their pillow and, and not want to deal with it. But again, during difficult times in the markets, there's a lot of opportunities as well. You want to, you, you want someone to be dealing, uh, dealing with that for you on your behalf, uh, right. unless you're really on top of it. Sounds good. Lori, thank you for that. <laughs> Thanks, Simi. Have a great week. You too. That's Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a senior portfolio manager at Canaccord Genuity. And remember, you can contact her team directly at 604-695-LORI or visit their website at pinkowski.ca.